You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. by the Saints for a touchdown! Each your inside pass to everything Saints football. And the kick is good! We'll take you to places most fans never go. We'll watch from 60! To practice, to the sideline, to the locker room. Following every twist, turn, and touchdown of the Saints season. That is going to be a touchdown! Taysom Hill! Taysom TD! Welcome to Inside Black and Gold. And that is going to be a touchdown again. And guess who? Mike Thomas. Now, here are your hosts, Steve Geller and Jeff Nowak. Oh, baby! What is up and welcome into another and a final pre-2023 Saints training camp edition of Inside Black and Gold. I'm Jeff Nowak. I'm going to be your solo host today as we get ready for the start of training camp on Wednesday. The Saints veterans have started to report. I don't think they all technically have to report until tomorrow, but they're getting into town. They're showing their face, and it's exciting to see. There have been a few developments in terms of the Saints over the last couple days, but nothing spectacular. We'll go through who's on the NFI list, who's on the pup list, one coaching edition. But then the crux of this episode will be I want to break down the top three UDFAs to watch and why on the offense and the defense. We'll do the offense in the first segment, the defense in the final segment. And then the second segment, we will have an interview that I was able to do last week with Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL insider, former NFL lineman. It's really great. You can catch him on the Ross Tucker podcast. But first things first, I don't think we got into it in either of last week's episodes. So let's just start with, there's a few Saints players on the non-football injury list. None of those injuries seem significant in that I don't expect these players to miss much time, if any time. So the players on the non-football injury list, Shaq Davis, A.T. Perry, both wide receivers, and running back Kendra Miller. It's a little unclear as to what the non-football injuries are. I believe that Kendra's injury will be going back to his TCU injury because while it was a football game that he was hurt in, technically it is a non-football injury because in this case, football injury means specifically with your current NFL team. So he could be playing football on a field by himself and he gets hurt. That's still a non-football injury in this sense. It's a little confusing, but that's what it is. The other three players to watch on the physically unable to perform list, these are all guys who were hurt for camp. So you have Miller Forrestal, Anthony Johnson, Nick Saldaveri. It's possible more guys get added to this before the start of camp. Obviously, these guys are reporting on Monday and Tuesday. They're getting some of their physicals done. 
And that's when you'll find out whether there's anyone else added, whether anyone else got hurt in the offseason. But for now, as long as it stays quiet, that's great, and you don't have to worry about anything. Mike Thomas hasn't appeared on this list yet. Eno Benjamin hasn't appeared on this list yet. So those are two that you would hope to see after they did not work out at camp. So we'll really find out on Wednesday when we go out there and take attendance who is available, who is not. I think you'll start to see some people, you'll start to see some players work off to the side as they work their way back. So that's going to be something we can start tracking. The first practice open to fans is on Friday. So that's when you can start personally tracking this. But until then, I'll let you know. Another bit of news former Pro Bowl guard Trey Turner, New Orleans native, former LSU guy, visiting the Saints. So. That's going to be one to watch. It's possible they make a signing there prior to training camp or maybe as training camp gets going, you bring him in, you keep him around. But as of right now, he has not signed a contract. This is being recorded on Monday afternoon. So if something breaks after that, don't come at me. That's just how time and the internet works. But there you go. We'll see how that develops. The only other real bit of news reported by Jeff Duncan of NOLA.com that Leroy Glover is going to be a quote-unquote coaching fellow with the Saints this year, kind of like Jari Evans was the assistant offensive line coach intern last year, and now he's on the roster. So these coaches that come in and they can relay information, they do have something of an impact. So it's cool to see. This is a defensive tackle, defensive interior group that is, if anything, you can say unproven, right? With Brian Brzee, Colin Saunders, Nathan Shepard, Malcolm Roach. Not exactly... Guys who you look at and be like, oh, stud. Yeah, we're, we're set there. So it's probably a good thing to have an all-time great at the position, kind of just showing them the ropes, giving some insight that he might have that others might not. So it's something to watch. We'll also have Ted Ginn Jr. is supposed to be out there as well with the wide receivers. So this is something the Saints have clearly made an emphasis on over the last few seasons in terms of bringing in former players, bringing in guys they're familiar with who are familiar with not only the position but the city the program and having them really kind of dive into that. So that's cool to see. But without further ado, let's get into the actual subject of this podcast, which is top UDFAs to watch. And I'm going to start in this segment on the offense. We'll do the defense in the final segment. But the first one on offense, you know, it's kind of weird because there are not a ton of positions to be made on this Saints roster. All that being said, one roll that's available, whether it be a a role that starts out on the practice squad or starts out on the active roster, is that big body wide receiver, right? You've you've seen the Saints have him with little Jordan Humphrey. They brought in Juwan Johnson as a wide receiver for that reason. They really don't have one right now. And I would consider making the roster on the practice squad to be kind of filling that role. And so you have guys like A.T. Perry looking at that job, or you have a guy like Shaq Davis, a SC State guy, he's big, he's strong, he can get down the field. He's going to start on the NFI list. I don't think it's significant. He's a he's a guy to watch. He's going to be working in probably third team reps. You're going to see him catching balls from Jake Hayner. He's not going to get work at the top of the rotation, at least not to start. And that's something to track, right? If a guy starts out training camp working with the threes, and then suddenly you see him working with the twos, you're like, okay, he's getting he's getting more run here. And so that's that's something that Shaq Davis, I think he will stand out right away. He's going to be wearing number 80, and the size is legit. Just a matter, It's just a question of how he can use it. I think A.T. Perry is going to get the kind of head start in that whole position battle because – the Saints are going to want to keep around their draft pick if they can. 
But if he continues to struggle in terms of this contested catch part of the game, there's an opening for Shaq Davis. So that's one to watch. Um, the next one is going to be running back Ellis Merriweather, kid out of UMass. And the reason I have him on my list is I think there's a depth position to be won for running back. It's the same reason, you know, Eno Benjamin is still here. He has a chance and maybe not to make this roster, but to make the practice squad. And so I think Ellis Merriweather is going to be in competition with a guy like Eno Benjamin because the Saints have to factor in, okay, we're probably going to be without Alvin Kamara for the first six weeks. So everyone moves up a slot, right? And if you were planning to keep three running backs, which is I imagine you were with Jamal Williams, Alvin Kamara, and Kendra Miller, then you take Alvin Kamara out of that equation for six games, you probably still want to keep a third running back. So who would that be? Would it be Eno Benjamin or would it be Ellis Merriweather? Because those are really the only two options on this list. Now, I fully expect the Saints to bring in a veteran running back at some point throughout camp, if not before camp starts. We saw it last year with Malcolm Brown. If you remember, Devontae Freeman. Hey, Adrian Peterson. The Saints team loves itself a veteran running back, and I don't think that's going to change. Either way, Ellis will be rocking number 35. He's a big dude, 6'2", 225. He's older out of UMass. He's 24 years old. I think it's just going to be a question, okay, who has the upside? Who has the consistency? Who performs well on special teams? And I think one of Eno Benjamin, Ellis Merriweather, makes this roster, if not the straight 53, they make the practice squad because you do need a third running back. You do need a guy there because if you are planning to be without Alvin, what happens if one of Jamal Williams or Kendra Miller gets hurt? You got to have a backup running back. So it's not a position they are particularly deep at. It's possible that both Eno Benjamin and Ellis Merriweather make it in terms of, okay, maybe Eno makes it on the roster on the, in terms of maybe Eno makes it in the 53 and Ellis makes the practice squad. The other guy to consider would be Kirk Merritt, but I don't think he's going to necessarily factor into your numbers unless he really shows out. I think it's possible that now that the numbers are getting back at running back, you see Kirk switch back over to wide receiver, but that's obviously going to be something to watch. And if he sticks at running back, if he stays working at running back throughout camp, then he's obviously in the mix for that running back spot, and we can kind of shift his position from wide receiver to running back. Either way, that's going to be someone to watch. The final offensive UDFA to watch. And again, this is just UDFAs, guys that you're probably not familiar with that could make an impact. And that's going to be Alex Pilstrom. I know it's not gonna not a name that you're excited about. It's not gonna be someone you necessarily watch closely and say, wow, he looks great. But the Saints don't really have a backup center right now. Because I don't think they want to continue to shift Caesar Ruiz from guard to center every time Eric McCoy goes down. It seems like the last two years you've seen that happen in game, and I think that is still a viable thing that the Saints are expecting, which is Eric McCoy goes down mid-game. Yes, it would be Cesar Ruiz shifting over because you're not ready to do it either way. So at least you have a guy who's in the game because it's just in the flow of the game, it's just going to make more sense. Whereas when you have a full week to prepare, 
You want a center. You want a guy who's been working at center who can focus on center, and you only want to have one person playing out of position if you don't have to have multiple people playing out of position. And by that, I mean if you move Cesar Ruiz to center, then someone has to fill in at guard. So not only do you have your a backup center, you also have a backup guard. If you were playing Caesar at guard, if Eric McCoy goes down, you replace him, only one person is out of their natural position. Only one starter is out. And so that's why you would do that. So, you know, the Saints brought in Billy Price. He got waived with a non-football injury. So there's not a lot of depth. And it's possible that he makes it. So as you're looking at the UDFAs and trying to figure out, okay, who actually has a chance to make this roster? I'd look at number 65 on the offensive line. If he's the second string center, that's a good sign for him. You have to have a second string guy at every position. Whether he makes the roster, I would expect that he'd make the practice squad and be available to be called up. But I think of all the UDFAs out there, and that includes Mark Evans and includes the other guys, He's the one who I think has the best chance to make it, again, because center is kind of a specialized position, and you've got to figure that out. So there's going to be a handful of guys that you can watch. There's not going to be a lot of roster spots available between them. That changes a bit on the defensive side of the ball, and one of these is effectively a roster battle when we're going to get into it. But let's close out that segment of Inside Black and Gold. We're going through the UDFAs to watch ahead of training camp. On Wednesday, the first two practices are closed to the public. Friday is open to the public. That's the first time fans are going to be out there. If you haven't gotten your tickets yet, I'd be surprised if there were any left for the first couple days. But you can try it out, NewOrleansSaints.com. It's always a good time. I've always found that the fans at practices really amps everything up. The players just get into it. It just feels like it ratches everything up a notch. So I really do enjoy the open practices, especially once they get the pads on, which won't be for a couple more days after that. But all right, let's wrap this segment up. I'm Jeff Nowak. This is Inside Black and Gold. We're getting you geared up for training camp, which kicks off on Wednesday, July 26th. I'm excited. Who dat? Let's go. We're going to come back with Ross Tucker, Odyssey NFL Insider, diving into some stuff from around the NFL. It's a good time. Stick around.